The Owner's Box is part of the In The Money Podcast Network. You can always log on to inthemoneypodcast.com where you can follow along. You can subscribe to the free newsletter. And not only do you have the Owner's Box, but also shows such as the Players Podcast, JK Plus One, The Matt Vernier Show, Redboard Rewind, Nick Luck Daily, Talk Racing to Me, In the Ring with Acacia Courtney, and Off Track with Maggie. So lots of great things to listen to. Just head over to inthemoneypodcast.com. Welcome to the Owner's Box. Now, here's Billy Koch and Michelle Yu. Hey, everybody, and welcome to a very special edition of the Owner's Box. I'm Billy Koch, founder and managing partner of the Little Red Feather Racing Club. Joining me for this special edition, which she doesn't really like, Michelle Yu. <laughs> Michelle? Why don't I like it? Because you like the interviews and you like the, you know, the people coming on and telling their stories. That's like your thing. That's like our thing. And this is different because this is a preview of the 2022 Kentucky Derby. Do you have business cards? Do I have business for what? Like life? Just in general, yeah. I don't. You know, it's funny. Someone asked me for a business card the other day and I was like, dude, I'll just give you my number. <laughs> well, I didn't know if like your business card said founder and managing partner. Founder and managing partner. I just like saying that. It just sounds it just, cool. It rolls off the tongue really yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, Want to know more about horse racing? Get involved. LittleRedFeather.com. Check us out. Free commercial. Um, all right, Michelle. We are going to talk Kentucky Derby. We are going to mm-hmm. talk Kentucky Oaks. What mm-hmm. What is it right now? We had the draw today. What, what, is, what is one very quick before we go into our contender pretender talk and some other fun things that i've come up with uh what is the one thing that was noticeable or struck you at the draw i actually didn't watch the draw oh so okay but but not maybe just the post positions then i honestly none except that um when we were talking to some of our connections that wanted to draw like the 15, they were pretty spot on close to that. Yeah. So that's called karma. Thought, that's called owner's box karma. Cool. Um, and the like instant reaction from social media to completely Chuck epicenter because he drew post position three. Yeah. That was weird. I don't uh, right. That. Is yeah. that, I'm, am I like crazy? Am, am I like not like, no. is this me cursed? No, he'll be fine. He's got enough tactical fine. speed. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go through the Kentucky Derby first, and then if we have time, and we should have time, we'll, we'll do a special kind of Oaks preview. Maybe we won't go as in-depth. How's that? Are, are we, so we're going to pass on three things of note and everything, right? Yeah. I mean, do we really need okay. three things of note no, when no, we're talking no, when the Kentucky no, Derby is no. coming up? And people, we're going to, here's the fun thing about this. We're going to post this show early. early. I mean, it could be maybe even tomorrow. I think Wednesday. Wednesday's the you right day. Tomorrow is my birthday. Happy birthday to you. Yes, tomorrow is your birthday. So maybe that is a good day to post it. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Right. All right. Let's uh Kentucky Kentucky Derby is Churchill Downs race twelve on this Saturday. Post time six fifty seven Eastern. That was the one thing I noticed, Michelle, that there's like an hour and a half between the eleventh and twelfth. Always it's like ridiculous. Always like that. I, I don't know hate why that. It's so it is long. Like, you know what sucks is when you're at Santa Anita and you have to have like an hour long wait between like two races for the Derby. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay, we're gonna start. We're gonna go horse by horse. We're gonna go contender or pretender, and then 
we're going to do some some fun stuff after to really narrow our focuses. Does that make sense? Okay. Or our focus, mm-hmm. I should say, not our focuses. Our I'm going to write these down too because I like to brag after the fact. Okay. Well, I, here's the thing. I'm gonna, I'm going to start by saying I think the logical horses are the contenders. I don't think in in my mind at least after going through this field that this is going to be the year that a 30 to 1 shot, a 50 to 1 shot, an 80 to 1 shot wins. Mm-hmm. That's my first takeaway. How do you like that? Well, I like Cyberknife. I think he's 20 to 1. So Okay. Well, that's your pick. That's fine. Okay. And we'll go through that. Um Okay. Mo Donegal drew the rail. Todd Pletcher, Irad Ortiz for owners Donegal Racing and Rapoli Stable. Ten to one on the morning line That's for Mo new. Donegal. That's new, by the way. Rapoli Stable oh. buying in a um, a minority interest Great. in Mo Donegal. Okay. Um, Irad Ortiz gets back aboard after Joel Rosario won uh, won the race in the Grade Two Wood Memorial. This horse will have to pass a lot of horses. Drew the rail. Kind of reminds me a little bit of Known Agenda last year. Mm. A little bit. Drew the rail. Pletcher. Um, Mo Donegal, contender or pretender for you, Michelle? Contender. Easy. Contender. No doubt. Should I we just move on? I his rail draw because he's a come from behinder. So it doesn't really matter. if, In theory, if like Calvin Burrell was on him, you would think he just draws back along the, drops back along the rail and then makes one run as they all swing wide for home, right? I, you know, that's what he's going to need. He's going to have to – he's going to save ground. Uh, and, yes, the rail draw probably doesn't hurt him that much. If anything, it probably increases his price for people who like him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like he'll be in that 10 to 15 to 1 range. And uh, surely this horse has a chance. Okay? Okay. All right. Uh, Happy Jack drew post two for Calumet Farm. 30 to 1 on the morning line for Doug O'Neill and Rafael Berjarano. Blinkers off. This horse ran third in the Santa Anita Derby in his last race. Contender or pretender, Michelle? I just want to read what I wrote about him. Um, I did like my little bloggy thing. Yes, bloggy thing. I literally wrote one line. 50 lengths is all that separates him from being a three-time stakes winner. If he wins the Derby, all my tickets are trash. Uh, I was much more concise, and I just wrote too slow. (laughs) (laughs) Did I get a snort from you? Did I get a snort from you? All right. Happy yeah, that Jack. was funny. Happy Jack. Too slow. Sorry. Not... Sorry, Team O'Neill. We hey, love you, but. You know what? And, and it's nice that you said that. Um, Michelle and I are going through these horses, okay? First of all, congratulations to every one of these connections for it making it in into here. the Kentucky Derby. Like, it is a fantastic achievement and one you should be very proud of. Point number two, Michelle and I also know a lot of these people. So when we're, you know, I don't even want to say trashing horses like you just said, but when you know, when we're saying contender, pretender, we are not, this is not a personal insult on anybody. I just want everybody to know that. Well, I have, again, I'm going to reiterate, great respect. I have never had a horse in the Kentucky Derby. It is a dream of mine. So I, I am fantastically jealous of all these people. Fair enough? Yes. Okay. Very good. Number three is Epicenter, 7-2 to two on the morning line. He's the second choice for Winchell Thoroughbred, Steve Asmussen. Looking for his first derby, Joel Rosario, I assume, had his choice between Mo Donegal and Epicenter. Went with Epicenter, who was a convincing winner of the Grade 2 Louisiana Derby and convincing winner of the Grade 2 Risen Star. Drew Post 3, Michelle already mentioned the Twitter the, the Twitter nausea. Four for six lifetime, he's already earned over a million dollars. Michelle, this has to be an obvious contender. He's my top pick. 
This is your top pick. Interesting. Well, mm-hmm. we were going to get into that later, but I'm glad you said that. All right, we'll move on. Let's do this quickly. Summer of t- summer is tomorrow. I'm not going to even try. Wait, wait, did you say contender or pretender? He's a contender. Come on. Okay, I have to make sure. I have to I make just, sure. Now I can, you made me it's snort. It's derby. I cannot assume. All right, no, no assuming. Okay, here we go. Okay. Number four is summer is tomorrow. He's 30 to 1 on the morning line. Michael Hillary and Nigar Burke. Am I saying that right? Yes. What are uh, you talking about? Oh, the owners. That's the owners. We got to talk about okay. the owners. And Seymour uh, is the trainer. And Barcelona is. Seymour. He's great. And Mikel Barcelona is going to be riding it. Okay. Mikel Barcelona is kind of known in, in the UAE as like a send type rider. And this horse definitely likes to be forwardly placed. Well, he was on the lead in the UAE Derby before falteringly. Brad, uh, did you see who was the breeder? Yeah, Brereton Jones. Brett. He's a summer front. There you I go. I mean, really, the pedigree does not think make me think like, oh, this horse is going to be able to get a mile and a quarter. I have to say, by the way, big ups to uh, Airdrie Stud and, and Brereton Jones and his crew and Brett Jones, who we love. Um, the Derby favorite with their sire Upstar and several horses like this in here. Yep. As well as uh, our good buddies at TaylorMade with Not This Time. He is definitely stamping himself as a sire to be watched. I appreciate that, and I'm sure our sponsors will too. Uh, I'm going to say pretender for summer is tomorrow. Uh, pretender. Okay. All right. Uh, the five is Smile Happy, owned by Lucky Seven Stable. Twenty-one on the morning line for Kenny McPeak, and Corey Lannery takes the call. This horse was favored over Epicenter in the this Risen the, Star. I can't understand. I don't understand. And then he was favored over Zandon in the Bluegrass, where he ran second in both of those races, one for one at Churchill Downs. Michelle, contender or pretender? Pretender. The people that took this horse on the Futures at a lower price at Epicenter favored him over Epicenter. And, like, I get when they were watching the Risen Star and they thought, oh, what was happening is he was he was lower, you know. Why, did you, why are you making that in a funny voice? Sorry. People think that he was like decreasing the ground the epicenter had set up on him. I think if you watch the race back, epicenter was eased up. Uh, it wasn't that Smile Happy was making a tremendous run at epicenter. Epicenter was just in a gallop. So I, I don't get the hype on Smile Happy. No, not for me. Not for you Mm-mm. and not for me. But, okay. but he may come into play later on one of my little our little fun things we're going to do after this, so stay tuned. The six horse is Messier, named after the famous hockey player. This is a SF Racing, Starlight Racing, Madiket at all. Johnny V, I think we've heard of him, Hall of Famer, won the Derby last year on Medina Spirit. Tim Yachtin trains. Uh, eight to one on the morning line for Messier, Michelle. Uh, now, let me ask you a question before we say contender or pretender. If Messier, and we'll put Taba in this conversation, if it said Bob Baffert instead of Tim Yachtin. Would these horses be eight to one and twelve to one? Um, excellent question. Thank you. Uh, I was thinking about that all day. No, I would. I would guess not, just because when you are a trainer that's a household name, you get money from people that don't know anything about horse racing. Okay. Right. So you're so, saying the the because it's not the the morning line odds maker made these higher odds just. Because, it right, didn't because say the morning lens odds maker's job is to predict what the public is going to bet a horse to. Okay. So if the public, the majority of the people that are betting on the Kentucky Derby, I would say, like the small, you know, the people that show up to the right. Derby are people that come once a year to the Kentucky Derby. Sure. So they know like three people, okay. right? None of them, I can guarantee you, know who Tim Yachtin is. Right. 
but they all know who Bob Baffert is. So, you know, when they're looking, oh, I know this guy's name, I'm going to put money on this horse because it's Baffert. Not that they can read the racing form at all. So I'm for sure they he would take more action because B squared. Okay. So let's just talk about the horse. Uh, dominated in the Robert uh, B. Lewis, ran 103 buyer, won by 15 lengths, came back, lost to his stablemate Taba in the Sanity Derby, ran well that day. Uh, what do you think, Michelle? Contender or pretender? Pretender. You're going pretender on Messier. I'm going pretender on Messier. Wow, Although this is, this is the think, first I'm one. Him in my exotics. This is the first one that I'm saying contender, and you're saying pretender. So that's a that's a check mark on us. All right. Okay. Uh, we're going to move on. Crown Pride from Japan. Who Japan has had an unbelievable year. They're winning everything. Twenty to one on the morning line for the winner of the UAE Derby. Um, Michelle, you can say the trainer's name. I can say the owner's name, uh, Teruya Yoshida. I'm sorry? Say I it again. said Koichi Shintani. There you go. And Teru Yoshida is fantastic. I just love him. He is cool. Uh, can Crown Pride bring home the Derby for Japan, Michelle? Okay. So if you took your goggles and you narrowed down your field of vision and you ignored the Breeders' Cup, Saudi Cup night, Dubai World Cup, Europe and you only looked at this horse, you would say, no. <laughs> right. Now, the prowess that the Japanese have been showing on the worldwide stage has been unbelievable. Um, this horse feels like he'll be in a lot of superfectas. Yeah, I, I feel very concerned. I don't know if you saw they went to work him out of the gate or you know school him in the gate, and they are not accustomed to a bell, and when the bell rang, he hung a left out of the gate and dumped his oh, no. rider and yes. went rolling down the track i hope he doesn't they pull thunder back. snow yeah, i just they, said that for travis okay. you know my friend that's travis exactly who you love i said you know? i said i feel like a thunder snow moment's coming oh on no this do you remember you know like you know travis thousand people there not travis white but my friend travis i love travis yeah you love Tra everyone loves travis my veranda uh, boyfriend his favorite horse was thunder snow was it yeah he loved thunder snow in the derby he made a huge bet on him and he came out and just Sorry, he started to buck. That was amazing. That was one of the greatest moments of all time. You should have seen Travis's face. But credit to Thundersnow, he came back and and was ended up being a really, really, really good horse. All right, moving on. Uh, oh, you, oh, sorry. Contender, pretender. I'm saying pretender. Okay, pretender also. Okay, the eight is Charge It twenty to one Whisper Hill Farm. Mandy, Mandy Pope. Pope. Todd Pletcher, Luis Saez in the irons for Charge It. Um, who comes off a really good Florida Derby where he finished second to White Abario uh, after breaking his main. This will be his fourth career start. Michelle, contender, pretender? I'm actually going to say contender. I Ooh. think this horse has upside. He was obviously extremely green in the Florida Derby, but look, it was his third start. It was his first time around two turns. Stakes company, first time versus winners. I thought that he acquitted himself well, being beat by Wetabario is no, you know, knock against him. Wetabario, even just from the base bottom, has so much more foundation than Charge It. So I don't necessarily think he's going to win the Derby, but I'm going to play him. I think that he has like a chance to, a chance to like win the Belmont. <laughs> wow. Okay. So you're saying uh, contender. I, I say contender. I'm going to go pretender. So we are opposite on Messier and on Charge It. Uh, number nine is Tis the Bomb for Magdalena Racing. Uh, Kenny McPeak. Brian Hernandez, 30 to 1 for Tis the Bomb, who comes off of back to back victories at Turfway over the synthetic in the Battaglia and the Jeff Ruby. Michelle, can this pass. horse. Oh, just pass. 
Pretender. Pretender. That's all we needed to say. Pretender. I'm going to go Pretender too. Okay, we'll move on. The morning line favorite is the 10 Zandon. Zandon. Am I saying that right? Zandon? I should know the name of the Kentucky Derby favorite. Zandon. <laughs> Jeff Drown owns Chad Brown. You may have heard of him. Flavion Pratt. Three to one on Zandon, who comes off a smashing come from behind win in the bluegrass. Michelle, I'm imagining you're going to say contender. Absolutely contender here. He did come with a crazy great kick at Keeneland in the bluegrass. Um, I also feel like he, I, I think they're going to go fast, but like if for some reason they went a little slower up front, I don't think he's opposed to being closer. You know, some horses just can't do something different. Right. I think he would be comfortable doing that. It's interesting that he has had a different rider in each one of his races until Flavian gets back on again. The biggest drawback for me would certainly be the fact that the last horse to win the Bluegrass and win the Kentucky Derby was Strike the Gold. Unbelievable uh, point there, Michelle. That's great job. I love the research. I love the research. 1991 was a great year. I was in college. That was my last year of college. And I hit that exacta. <laughs> so uh, that was very good. Uh, where were you in 91? Um, I don't know. I graduated in 2000, so I was like 10, <laughs> 9. I was 9 years old. I was just getting into horse racing. Fantastic. Uh, we're both going contender on Zandon. I think that's pretty obvious. The 11 is Pioneer Medina. 30 to 1 on the morning line. Todd Pletcher. Jersey Joe Brava for uh, Sumaya, Sumayu U.S. Stables. Am I saying that right? Sumaya? Sure. I, my glasses are something's wrong. I can't see anything right now. So <laughs> I'm just really pretending. And I'm going to pretend on Pioneer of Medina. Pretend. Yeah. All right. Pass. All right. Pretender. Uh, the 12 is Taba, 12 to 1. Tim Yachtin. I don't know if you ever heard of this guy, Mike Smith, and Zaydon Racing Stables, who won last year with Medina Spirit. This horse comes off an, a smashing, I keep using that word, smashing, win in the San Anita Derby, defeating Messier. Uh, he broke his maiden the time before that at San Anita in a sprint by over seven lengths. This horse is I, I, he's by Gunrunner. He's a $1.7 million purchase. He's done nothing wrong. He doesn't have a lot of experience. Michelle, can he win the Kentucky Derby? Ah, uh, can he win? I don't think he's going to win, but I, I think he can run a good race. Like, I'm going to use him in my exotics, but I, uh, I don't think he can win. You're going to say pretender. No, I'm going to say contender. But oh, you are going to say contender. Yeah, so he I'm going to say contender. I contender think means me, contender has to mean like I get, there's going to be a scenario that he can win. Okay, then I'm I am going to say contender. Okay. I there is a scenario he can win. Yes. Here, here's the bottom line on Taba, and we might be able to get into this later. He, without a question, I think without question, he's the most talented horse in the field. In my opinion, he's the fastest. He's the fastest on sheets. He's he's done nothing wrong. I think people who will not go for Taba, um. It's going to be because of the lack of foundation, lack of experience, and you know the mile and a quarter. Even though he just ran mile and an eighth and looked like he could run a mile and a half that day, so um, he's so hard for me because he is an absolute pig in the morning. Like it is so is, hard but that's to just, watch him. And that's just how he is. And if you watched know, all his crazy, works, that's how right? he works. And and when he gets out there and runs, he's a different animal. I think you got to list him as a contender. Let's move to the thirteen simplification. 20 to 1 on the morning line for Antonio Soto, Jose Ortiz, and the owner, Tammy Bobo, and Tristan Demerick. 
Uh, Tammy Bobo was uh, on our show. Tristan mm-hmm. Americ, a, a very good friend and one of our consigners for uh, Solana Beach Sales. Um, simplification, Michelle, contender or pretender? Oof. I'm going to say he's a pretender. Okay. But, so he- um, also, again, not this time standing at Taylor Maine. So another horse with a – like I feel like looking at the field this year, when you page through our sires – you don't we've we've always been, you know, oh tapits and war right. friends and a lot of like these big names. Right. We're coming really up to back to back sires. race days. Right, exactly. <laughs> so I'm I'm like thrilled to see, you know, Upstar and hit it a bomb and Gunrunner. You know, now we're talking about not, not this, this time. time and like you said, race day. Like it's really gratifying for I, I feel like a lot of people in the industry to see that you don't need the five million dollar tap it to right. be able to to get into the Kentucky Derby. Um, but simplification for me, I think that he is certainly a pretender, although he could round out some of your exotics. I don't think that there's a scenario I could see him winning. I agree, Michelle. I'm gonna say contender. So the only ones we have pretender different right contender. now. I'm saying pretender. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm saying pretender. Um 14, Barber Road. I love you, Barber Road. <laughs> Al Gold? No. Yes? No, that no. wasn't Al Gold. No. That, I'm sorry, no that's Simon. Cyberknife. Uh, Barber Road WSS Racing was our friend who was on two weeks ago. Bill Simon. Bill Simon. Thank you, Bill. John Ortiz trains, Raylu Gutierrez rides 30 to 1 on the morning line for Barber Road, who you have to root for this horse for sure, Michelle, but can he win the Kentucky Derby? I don't think he can win. So if you're asking me that, I'm going to put pretender. Okay. But I put I used him in all of my exotics. Well, because he figures to be the uh, certainly the one horse that's going to be running late. He's going to be a big price. And, and if you are betting, he, he's the type of horse you could, if you're betting supers and tries, you might want to key and, yeah. and, and try to hit something with him in it. So I agree with you, Michelle. I think he's a pretender for the win. I think he, he might be running on late for sure. Um, mm-hmm. I just said might and for sure in the same sentence. Uh, <laughs> 15 is White Abario, 10 to 1 on the morning line for C, C2 Racing Stable and La Milagrosa. Milagrosa. Uh, Safi Joseph looking for his first derby win. Tyler Gaffleone, who has won something like 17 straight Kentucky uh, Churchill Downs riding titles, I heard today uh, on TVG. Um, winner of the Grade One Florida Derby, winner of the Grade Three Holy Bull. I feel like he's a little bit under the radar, Michelle. Um, mm-hmm. Ten to one, fair price, contender. Contender. I agree, contender. What has he done wrong? He can stalk. Uh, he's he's working really well. Um, I don't know. He's run over the course before. He did lose to Smile Happy and Classic Causeway. In the uh, Kentucky uh, Jockey Club uh, last that was his year, first time going two turns. First time going so. two turns. He's been a different horse this year. I think he comes into this race in good form, and I wouldn't be shocked to see him uh, win this race. I would and just I like, be I really like pressers in the Derby. Pressers. If you're not like a yeah. flat out like go the lead speed horse, right. I like seeing a horse that presses. Here's Michelle's favorite horse. The 16 is Cyberknife Gold Square Ooh. LLC. That's Al Gold. Brad Cox trains, who won this race last year with Mandaloon via disqualification. Florent Giroux is the regular rider. 20 to 1 for Cyberknife, Michelle. I'm assuming you say contender. Contender! By the way, I have done so much research now on Cyberknife. You love Cyberknife. I am 
I am like a stalker. Um, you love and you know, eyes. Al told us that Brad changed the blinkers and the bit two races back, right? Well, he took the blinkers off completely. Sure. I've been, tr- I literally have been like pouring over photos trying to find the other bit that he used. And I texted Brad and he ignored me. He's so annoyed by my bit questions because he has like two different bits for Mandaloon depending on like what day of the week it is. And wow. like I made him like send them to me so I can see them and everything because he used to gallop Mandaloon in like a polo bit. So I've been watching. So Cyberknife now is going in like a bit that's like a – it looks like a bar. I can't see the mouthpiece. But then it's like a square around the jaw and it's really tight to give your rider a lot of control over him. So I have been totally stalking this horse and I was reading the, I think it's America's Best Racing puts on the Tales from the Crib. Sure. And uh, they were talking about this cult when he was young and then when he was being broke that he is naughty. Walks around his back legs, tries to mount the pony, like has been just a complete jerk all along. And they said it's not that he's mean. He just wants to do things his way. Yeah, and I don't think that bodes well for the Kentucky Derby in a 20-horse field. So, Michelle, we're going to disagree. I'm going pretender. <gasps> You're going to say pretender? Yep, I'm going to say pretender. I didn't like when no Al Gold said way. not to go in partnerships. The what? I didn't like when Al Gold said don't go in partnerships. I oh. got a lot of flack for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's because he had a bad experience in a certain partnership that we will not talk about. It wasn't ours. Um, 17 is Classic Causeway, another guest on our show, Michelle. Uh, 30 to 1, Kentucky West Racing, and uh, Mr. Clark. Brian Lynch trains, go Lynchy, uh, Julian Leparou. 30 to 1 for Classic Codway, Michelle. Does this horse bounce back off his terrible effort in the Florida Derby and have a chance to win the Kentucky Derby? I'm going to say pretender. I don't think Tampa is the best springboard to win the Kentucky Derby. I thought it looked like he like bled in the Florida Derby, but he didn't. When they scoped him after, Brian said it looked like he was displacing and then like getting himself square again. So there's a, a chance that during the race he got entrapped, which would come up the way that you saw him just stop, you know. Yeah. Um, I he they, you know they said they were off the trail for ten days. Yeah, I don't like where there's smoke, on. there's fire and stuff. I don't like that. Yeah, but I, I mean, like that. I feel like ten days is probably not changing too much in your in the whole grand scheme of things when he was being pointed here all along but yeah to like sit on the fence and then come back I, I don't know I they did change a piece of equipment with him he's got this like nodule on the bottom of his jaw so they've always gone with like just really a light bit a snaffle no nose bands or anything um but because of the breathing situation they ended up changing his bit and they and they put a drop nose band on him to keep his mouth shut, which also keeps his tongue in place, and they're gonna um, work on the tongue tie situation. Lynch says it's too much. I'm already. Like it's too much. Horses. It's too much. I'm saying okay. pretender. Okay. All right. All right. Sorry, I talked much. No, it's just too. It's you know what it is. It's it's too many things that you have to ex- when you have to explain that many things. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, enough. Okay. I don't think he's gonna win. Uh, the 18 is Tawny Port for Peachtree Sables. Ricardo Santana Jr. rides once again for Brad Cox. 30-1 to 1 on the morning line. Ran a big race when winning the Lexington and punching his ticket to the Derby. Michelle, does Tawny Port pretender. have a chance? Pretender, no you chance. say? I agree. Michelle. Let's go to the next Brad Cox uh, runner, and that's with Manny Franco. And that's Zozos, the 19, Barry and Joni Butro. 20-1 uh, to 1 on the morning line for this horse that ran second to Epicenter. Uh, in the Louisiana Derby, that was his first stakes try. Michelle Zozos, pretender, pretender. 
Okay, pretender for me too. Ethereal Road sneaks in, uh, gets 20 for the, the coach, D. Wayne Lucas. Uh, he hires Luis Contreras for Julie Gilbert and Aaron Sones. 30 to 1 on the morning line for Ethereal Road. Michelle? Pretender. Pretender. Very good. So, pretenders all on the outside. Michelle, I think we only varied, if I'm, if I'm correct, and you can correct me. So, Cyberknife, you have mm-hmm. Contender, I have Pretender. Um, let's see. Who else? Whoever the six horses. Go back up to six. We had, uh, no, we had um, Charge It. You had Contender, I had Pretender. Uh-huh. And then Messier, I had contender, you had pretender. Mm-hmm. So those are the only th- three things. The other ones, we all agree on the contenders. Modonigal, Epicenter, um, let's see, Zandon, Taba, Waita Barrio, and that's it. That's pretty good. Okay. Now, people are going to listen to the show. Oh, those are all the favorites. Those are all the favorites. Well, not really. Not really. Modonigal's 10 that. to 1. Exactly. Tabe is 12 to 1. I mean, you're going – here's the thing. Let's – okay, here's what we're going to do. Let's take a quick break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to do some fun stuff. Is that, okay. Is that cool? We'll Perfect. do some fun stuff. We'll talk about odds. We'll talk about betting. We'll talk about all kind of things right after this. May 7th, the first Saturday in May, isn't just Derby Day. It's Monmouth's opening day, and Monmouth Park, New Jersey's seaside jewel of a racetrack, is a great place to watch America's most famous race while enjoying a great card of racing as well. For the first time in over a century, fixed odds betting, powered by betmakers, will be available on track at Monmouth, and soon it will be available throughout the state. This is an exciting new way to bet that really puts the power to get value in your hands. The odds you bet are the odds you get. You'll be hearing a lot more about fixed odds betting opportunities across the In The Money Media Network. And we're back here on the Owner's Box with our Kentucky Derby special, Michelle. First of all, that was fun. That was quick. It didn't take that long. I thought it was very good. You know, you've done your homework. Obviously, you're going to do about 16 more of these type (laughs) of deals. And and it's cool that we're going to get ours out first, which I think is awesome. Michelle... Uh, here's my first question for you. Okay. It's just some kind of fun stuff. Okay. okay? And I think you kind of tipped your hand, but, um, most likely winner, one horse gun to your head. You got to bet everything you got your kids, college money, forget about price, forget about, you know, who, Oh, I don't want to bet that. Cause of the favorite epicenter. epicenter. You're going with the epicenter. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you? you're just locked on epicenter. I mean, there's like literally nothing to dislike about him. Yeah, you're right about that. You know what? You're right about that, except he's not the fastest horse in the race. Like on sheets? Yeah. What What did he run on sheets? He's running twos. And who's the fastest horse? Taba? Taba is the fastest. Is it Taba or Taiba? Isn't it Taba? I thought I read Larry Colmas said it was Taba. Okay. Um. I'm what? torn. I'm what did really Taiba run? a negative number, negative half, I think. Really? Yeah. What did he run in his debut? A two. He's very fast. I'll tell you the right. fastest horses. Taba is fast. Um, White Barrio is fast. Messier. What, what did White Barrio run? He ran a one. I just write one, so it could be like one and a half or one and three quarters. Right. I, I, I don't know. Messier is fast. What's he run? He's paired ones. Zandon is fast. 
I think if it was me, if if you just said I had to, I had to push in. I had to push mm-hmm. my chips in. Wow, this is tough. Hold on, Billy. I'm holding on. Scuba. Did something happen? Taiba. What is it? I'm just listening to how to pronounce Middle Eastern names. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, Michelle. You know what? I I'm gonna go with our with I I'm gonna go just it, remember. Your kids what, are out of college. It's not really fair. What, but what yeah, but for. what we say, what we're saying here is regardless of price or wise guy horse or anything like that, take everything away. So it's not necessarily who we would bet on. It's like if we had to, if we had to do the Mac, uh, you know, uh, uh, mattress Mac. I think I'm stuck. I should have known the answer, but now I now I'm thinking of changing my mind. I'm going to go Zandon. Okay. Just because I'm going Zandon only because you took Epicenter and I don't want to take Epicenter with you. Okay. Okay. All right. But I just, I like his pattern. I I loved his race in the bluegrass. I think he's getting better. I don't think distance is a problem. Talk about people. Chad Brown's due to win one of these big races. Pratt is riding like, like a man possessed right now. And I just think he is your most likely winner and i could be very very wrong and 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 i'm not even saying i would bet i'm betting on zandon so i'm just saying he's might you're at this point right now i think he's your most likely winner there you go all right michelle how about this who is the best value now that we know these morning lines and let's just assume for a second that not much changes okay because there will be changes there'll be horses bet who is your best value play um hold let me look at price let me look at odds real quick okay in front of me one second okay i have four <laughs> well that's not one is it billy i know i really struggle with this i don't know why okay. i wanted to play this game how go. about we do two all right two two okay all right go ahead well you, i know one of yours is Cyberknife. yes Cyberknife. Okay. who's your other one who's your other one taiba yeah i was gonna say I, you know what i'm gonna go tate taiba and Messier. I'm going to take both Tim Yachtin horses. I'm going to take the locals, the San Anita Derby horses. I'm going to say that they, they should provide great value. My other choices were White Abario and yeah, Mo Donegal. And Mo mm-hmm. Donegal. Those were yeah. my four that I was kind of I'm I'm all about those four horses. And if I'm if I'm betting, I'm I'm probably leaning maybe towards Mo Donegal, even though he did draw the rail. Irad, he knows how to he knows how to get through. If they go fast, I could see this sort. I really liked his Wood Memorial. Um, so there you go. Um, okay. All right. Best horse to throw out at a low price. So you're probably looking at Zandon, Epicenter. Uh, those are the two favorites. Then it comes to Mo Donegal. It goes to White Abario. You know, so you can't uh, Messier. You don't like Messier. There it is. Yeah. Messier. Yeah, Messier for me. Okay, here's the here's what I'm about to do, and people are going to go crazy for this. You ready? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Zandon. Oh. Yeah. You know so, what? It's funny, because I was going to tell you, like, uh, if, if like Zandon most, drops to, like, favorite, favorite, like, two to one or below, he's yeah. not a play for me. It, that's my point. So, I just made him the most logical winner and the most logical throwout if right. he's too low, which is, I think, really fair, and that's why handicapping is crazy. Um, all right, Michelle. This is called, I called this one Bombs Away. 
This is called Bombs Away. So we already know you and Cyberknife have a have a love relationship. Give me another horse that's kind of 20 to 1, 30 to 1, that just could, you know, run up there and shock them country house style. Who I had, by the way. Of course you did. Um, charge it. Oh, yeah. That's fair. Charge it. Okay. That's good. Charge it. I'm going to go with Smile Happy. <gasps> yeah. I'm going to go with Smile Happy as the shocker. Just absolute shocker. I mean, just he's going to be a big price. He's one for one at Churchill. Why not? He was favored over Epicenter Zandon. I don't know. Shocker. I think he'd be a big price. Um, all right. Well, that's that's our Derby preview, everybody. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Michelle, do you want to just go over the Oaks really quick, and then we'll talk about what's going on at Santa Anita this weekend? Yeah, sounds great. Um, I thought I brought my Oak sheet in here, but it appears I grabbed... Oh, no. I, I grabbed the seventh from Santa Anita. Uh- <laughs> I bet you it's the I same. just made you snort again. Same, um, same. Okay. All right, Michelle. How do you want to do Oaks? Do you want to just go through it really quick? Real or... quick. All right. We're going to go through it really quick and just yell when you want me to stop at a horse you love. All right? From stop. the Okay. <laughs> I didn't write the I didn't write the uh, odds down, so you're going to have to come up with the odds. Uh, the one is Secret Oath for um, Brilliant Farm, uh, Louis Saez, Dwayne Lucas, third in the Arkansas Derby, Michelle. You like she, her? Yes. Love that, her. That's your pick? I love her. Yes. Michelle, I think I love her too. Six to one. I absolutely love her at six to one. Yeah. And I think she'll at save six ground. To one, she's, she's like my top play. Yeah. I, Michelle, I couldn't agree with you more. I think you, she ran against the boys. They took a shot. She made that big early move. Um, she had a terrible I, trip. I like the jockey change with all due respect to Luis Contreras for, to Luis mm-hmm. Saez. Uh, I, I really like this horse. I think she's got a big shot. Nostalgic is the two for Bill Mott, Godolphin, and Jose Ortiz. Michelle? Um, Let's call exotics, it tra- but she can't win. Exotics can't win. All right. Uh, I agree. I think she's a little slow. Uh, hidden Connection for our uh, Hiddenbrook Farm and Black Tight Thoroughbreds, our good friend Jake Ballas. Brett Calhoun trains Ray Lou Gutierrez. This filly comes off a narrow defeat to the undefeated champion Echo Zulu in the Fairgrounds Oaks. Michelle, how do you feel about uh, Hidden Connection? That was her best chance to beat Echo Zulu, so she didn't do it. Pass. Okay. I, I tend to agree, although I will be rooting for this horse for my friend Jake. Nest. Todd Pletcher, uh, Rapoli, and Eclipse. Irad Ortiz, she was the most dominant winner of any of these horses in the Ashland, where she just absolutely ran away from the field. She's four for five lifetime, her only loss coming as a two-year-old at Belmont in her first stake race. Uh, she's the morning line favorite at five to two. Will you be using her? Absolutely. She is a half to idol who won the Santa Anita handicap. I think that when you take a look at her lone defeat, it was going um, a mile. She has One won time. every race going further than that. I think that she just wants more ground and she's obviously going to be getting it here. So I think that she's a solid play. Yeah, good post too. She'll be she'll be bet down. Um Goddess of Fire, Red Oak Stable, Todd Pletcher, jo- uh, Johnny V. She is number one, two, three, four, five. She comes off a second place effort to Kathleen O in the Gulfstream Park Oaks. Michelle, chance for Goddess no. of Fire? No. Pass? Pass. Pass. Do you pass on you girl for Mr. and Mrs. I can't say it. I can't even read it because my glasses still aren't working. <laughs> Tunabumi Yoshihara. Mm-hmm. I tried. Yoshihara. Hey, by the way, I got a great show for you. Oh yeah, yeah. Tokyo Vice on HBO Max. Have you seen it? No. Unbelievable! It's really, really good. 
HBO Max, Tokyo Vice. Uh, Rudolph Brissette, uh, Florent Giroux, you girl have a chance? No. No. Okay. Here's the champ, Echo Zulu, undefeated, 5 for 5, Joel Rosario, Steve Asmussen, LNN Racing, and Winchell Thoroughbreds, Echo Zulu. Michelle, do you like the champ? I love the champ. You love the champ. Four to one on the morning line. I'll Ooh, take that. Take that all day long. Won't That's you? a great price. Great she price. only has the one prep race, so I think that that is a very bold move by Asmussen. I was actually thinking, like early on in the year, like she hasn't even worked. Like there's no shot she even gets to the Oak. So well, she got the there. fact that they're here is crazy. And did you watch her her Fairgrounds Oaks? I did. I mean. Her ears were up the whole way, and then at the end, when Hidden Connection was coming, and like Joelle's like working on her, you can see she gets tired, but she just she's a fighter. She wants to win races, right? Like I That's love it. Daughter of Gunrunner, who Winchell Thoroughbreds also um, campaigned. I, I've never seen that before in the comments from the form. It says ears pricked. That's so cool. Oh, that's a Midnight Bisu thing. Yeah. All right, Ekozula with a shot. Venti Valentine for Tyler Gaffione, Jorge Abreu, and NY New York Final Furlong Racing Stable. Venti, Valente, Venti oh. Valentine. No. Michelle says no. Desert Dawn. Upset winner of the San Diego Oaks for our very good friend Philip Diamato. H&E Ranch. The Arizona bred daughter of Cupid. Umberto Rispoli. Can Desert Dawn make it two straight updates? Michelle. No. <laughs> I kind of led you into that. Uh, Kathleen O. She is one of the favorites. Shug. McGehee. Uh, Javi Castellano, Winnegate Stables LLC. This filly is undefeated in four starts. She gets better and better. Michelle, contender for okay. sure. Okay, daughter of Upstart. Mm-hmm. All right, cocktail memories. Kenny McPeak, Corey Lannery, Dixiana Farms. Cocktail mem- moments, I should say. Cocktail moments. I don't know why I said cocktail memories. <laughs> Actually, that's a great name, though. Cocktail Memories, because there are none. I'm going to that name down, Billy. I feel like that's a really good name. Cocktail Memories. Well, Cocktail Moments probably doesn't have a shot in here. Okay, Candy Raid, big price for uh, my man. Keith the Sormo, Don't Tell My Wife Stables, Rafi Bejarano. Candy Raid, she have a shot, Michelle? Coming off no. the big win at Turfway? Zero, no. Zero chance. This is an interesting horse. Uh, Shahama. Mm-hmm. Flavian Pratt, Todd Pletcher comes in from Maidan. From Michelle loves it there. This was an OBS April purchase, four hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. Daughter of Munnings, Michelle, does this horse have a chance? No one is this kind of like the uh, mystery horse, undefeated. Yeah, she's she's really interesting, right? Fozzie Nass came and bought her. She's actually a half sister to um, looking at Lucky, who mm. won the Preakness in twenty ten, I think, 20, somewhere around there. Um, she's obviously undefeated, and Fozzie said. I don't know if she's beaten anything, but it's not her fault. She just runs against what we put her up against, you know. She did beat males on numerous occasions, and they were thinking about running her in the UAE Derby and then decided instead, let's just send her out to Todd and let's get her acclimated to being in the U.S. So she has been doing that. She's obviously been training locally. I think that she's looked really good. My problem is just, like, she's trails in in Dubai, like – they're going to go Maybe faster so here. much faster in the States. Yeah. yeah I just, can she make up all that ground? I just don't know. I think that she's a nice filly. She's obviously bred to be really nice and she's beautiful. But what about, what about a good, like this a is really a good tri-filler. What about a good like tri-filler or like just running on super, late? Something super, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Super, super horse. Turner <laughs> loose is the final horse for Donna Nike Thrash. No. Manny Franco, Brad Cox, Michelle no. gives an instant. No. So in our, in our estimation, the Oaks is looking a little chalky. Would you say you that? 
I mean, you say that, right? Like you yeah. say, oh, it's chalky, but Secret Oath is six to one. Yeah, but she's Ness not going to be five six to two. To one. That's your chalk. But Echo Zulu at four to one. Well, those are your three, and Kathleen O. Those are your yeah, four so, favorites, like, right? I mean, if and if it was any other race, you'd say those are good prices. All right, Michelle, if I gave you one to five odds, so twenty cents on the dollar, and I gave you all four horses, would you take that bet? Yeah. Okay, so 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 one of those four is going to win, either Secret yeah. Oath, Nest, Echo Zulu, or Kathleen O. Uh, gun to your head, you only had to pick one. Uh, I you know I like Secret Oath. I do too. I, I love Echo Zulu. I think Secret Oath has an unbelievable athletic ability to speed up, slow down. Like she can just carve herself out a trip. Um, I I really like Secret Oath. I do too. I, I'm I'm right there with you. I think it's, I think she's got a big shot in there. Um, that is our quick Kentucky Oaks preview. We already did the Derby, so rewind if you didn't hear it. Michelle, it's going to be a big weekend at Santa Anita. What do we got going on? We have so much stuff going on at Santa Anita. All right, lay it on, on me. Lay it on me. Okay. On Saturday for the Derby, we're going to have, you know, this big Kentucky Derby party. So there is going to be a Kentucky Derby hat contest. So if you're coming out to the races, certainly come dressed up. It's free to enter. You can win over $1,000 in prizes. And we have multiple categories, including most elegant hat, most creative hat, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so for sure, try that. Also, we're going to be having the Santa Anita barbecue, which everybody always loves, and that's going to be a trackside. And we had those great picnic benches out with umbrellas, so you have a place to sit. We're also going to be having premium Derby Day in the Silks and Chandelier Room, as well as Derby Day in the Front Runner. Um, there's also going to be the $3,000 Kentucky Derby Challenge if you are a tournaments player, so certainly want to be involved in that. Um, our feature for Saturday is the Senorita Stakes, grade three. And then you're going to come back on Sunday, right? We got the family fun zone going on for both days. Sunday is Mother's Day. We're going to be having the brunch in the front runner, as well as a trackside dining Mother's Day buffet, and then a couple of steaks, the Las Barrera and the Angel's Flight. Michelle, first of all, a couple, couple things. Number one, happy birthday. Thank you. Number two, happy Mother's Day. Thank you. And I will, I'm coming back for Sunday. And you know why I'm coming back? Are you? Yeah, I'm coming back to see my mom. We're coming to the track because my mom loves to come to the track. And I don't know if you know the street I grew up on. You know what street that is? What? Elm Drive. Elm Drive, yeah. And Elm Drive is back on Sunday. Oh, you're going to run her in the Angel's Flight? In the Angel's Flight against you. Oh, crap. And against, <laughs> and, against, and against Ida. And against dance to the music, it is going to be a we graded stake. That race now. <laughs> yeah, you better think twice because everybody's coming with their running shoes on, and it's going to be it's going to be quite a. It's going to be it's the best non graded uh, stake of the year, I think. Uh, the Angels' flight for seventy five thousand at seventy eight on Sunday. Um, Michelle, I need a little bit of luck. Luck, be yeah. A lady. Well, I need a lot of luck. Uh, did you know I played Nathan Detroit one time? In an adult no. play of uh, of Guys and Dolls? No. Yes. I sang yeah. Luck Be a Lady. I like it. Yeah. Uh, we run. Uh, we own a uh, minority interest in Balnikov, who runs I saw in, the, that. in the American On turf. the Saturday card. Yeah. And it's mm -hmm. a $500,000 grade two with our good friend Saul Cumin, Madiket Stables, and Old Bones. 
who uh, I love it. we've had on the show. So we need a little luck. Wish us luck. If you want to know more about getting into a horse racing partnership, don't call Al Gold. Just call Little Red Feather, <laughs> littleredfeather.com, <laughs> or email me, Billy at littleredfeather.com. Uh, uh, Twitter. At BKLRF, at the Michelle U, at Own a Horse is our show Twitter. We post this right as soon as we're done, usually the next day, to be honest. Um, thank you to our sponsors, Santa Anita, Del Mar, TaylorMade, this new sponsor with, uh, what's it, Betmakers? Mm-hmm. I love it. I mean, Fixed Odds is pretty cool, Michelle. It is. It's very I mean, cool. That, that's really we'll cool. We'll have to so, do a whole show about it. We are part of the In the Money Media Network, and Michelle. This is it for us because you're flying tomorrow. I'm mm-hmm. on your birthday. I'm flying Wednesday. We probably won't even see each other in Lexington, in Louisville or Lexington, which is crazy. And that's it. I don't know. I might, I might need to ride from the airport. <laughs> when? <laughs> well, I get in like Wednesday morning. I don't get in until Wednesday night. Oh, did you leave a car at the airport? I'll use it and then I'll come pick you up. I did, but you don't have the keys. Oh, crap. <laughs> I mean that's fine. You can't go Wednesday night anyway. You're doing your 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 thing. Isn't that in Lexington? Yeah, it is in Lexington. Well, I'll meet you after. I get in at like ten fifteen. Oh, perfect. Our thing's done at eight thirty. Perfect. I'll call you after. Have right. a great Derby week, everyone, and Oaks week. Enjoy. Uh, bet your supers and your tries and and your contests. And I hope everybody has a great great Derby week. And it's been a lot of fun doing this. We we really appreciate everybody who listens and. Uh, let us know your thoughts. Let us know your derby picks. Put your put some polls up there, Michelle. Like do something. Oh my gosh! Like I haven't. I don't have enough to do, Billy. Do one poll. One poll. One poll. Maybe kids' college fun poll. How about okay. that? <laughs> okay. All right, Michelle. I'll see you in Kentucky. Sounds good. Bye. Bye.